You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. There and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I and Glenn Hart, we will mark a week today because it is Friday, and that is what we do. Uh, the the Pukei Cycleway is not going anywhere, and uh, we've got a lot of uh, young people complaining about work conditions. But before any of that, it's final vote day. Could you be more excited? I don't think Mike Hoskin could be. Am I weird to be excited? I mean, as of this afternoon, we'll have a government, sort of. Uh, we'll know the final vote, at least. Yet again, they're going to be the questions around the time frame. And how refreshing it was to hear Chris Luxon on the show earlier this week promising to upend all of that and make it work better. And in part, that is why I'm sort of excited. We at last get to get things underway. The workload to sort this country is gargantuan. And three weeks is wasted time. First real test will be the formation of the government. How long will that take after this afternoon? The clue there is what have they been doing for three weeks? How much progress has been made and how set to go are they? Presumably there are working scenarios depending on today's numbers as to how the final look shakes down. But a good sign would be that the basis of it is already in place. By the way, Peters will be involved whether he is technically needed or not, and that is no bad thing from a strategic point of view. The other good indicator that we've had this week around us being excited was the Business Confidence Survey. It was a massive lift, and for no specific reason other than the election. And that is the power of expectation for you. A lot of this country is placing a lot of faith and a lot of hope on a government that has the wherewithal to take the mess that they've inherited and do something positive about it. And that, in the end, is the great challenge, isn't it? In a way... It's make or break. I mean, gone are the days of National and Labour being interchangeable. Labour of 2020 through 2023 were dangerous ideologues who ran rampant and the damage is there for all to see. And the 26% of the vote is their return for the arrogance of it. The new government will get a honeymoon, but before they know it, we'll expect returns. We will expect to see things that are promised, from gangs to the marification obsession to the big policy stuff like fair pay agreements and 90-day trials. Then the tax cuts, the trimming of waste, the cutting of spending. Upside of having much to do is you can hoe in. Downside is the risk that it takes too long to materially change and the electorate grows impatient. And that's before you get to the trickiness of having three parties working together in a way that looks cohesive. MMP is not particularly flash at that. But for now, at last, it's on. New government, new day, new hope. Uh, probably the most surprising thing that'll happen out of this is for nothing to change at all, for everything to come in you know, exactly the same sort of... Uh, percentages as happened on election night. That would be hilarious. I would love that to happen. The rewrap. Speaking of hilarious, wait till you hear Mark the Week. Oh, I mean, it's probably right. Time now to mark the week, a little piece of news and current events that's as popular as Kim Kardashian's new nipple bra. Uh, the World Cup 7, <laughs> because we watched and drives biggest television audience of the year for anything. And we believe we were in with a chance. Rugby, three. Uh, the World Cup's biggest loser, actually, rugby. They're killing the game with rules and zealous officialdom. Mike Pence, four. Another one bites the dust, but the fact it's an ex-VP tells you the effect Trump has had on his party. Uh, votes, nine. Because today is the day. At last. Uh, the Electoral Commission, though, five. I mean, I, I only have sympathy for them because, as we found out this week, it's the law. They are following the law. The law, three, yeah. Uh, because the irony was, every politician I asked as to why this was taking so long said, I wouldn't have a clue. I have no idea. Yeah. The transition period is frustrating. Exactly. Yet they were the people who made the law. 
Is anyone awake in Wellington? Joseph Parker, six. Let's get ready to rumble! Very good week. Yes, he was against a no-name, but a solid knockout, and he's still in the game. Craft beer, four. Fads are not a business, and a lot of people going, hey, I can do that, does not a bottom line make. Soupy, four. The irony was the receiver told us how competitive the market was, and yet the government has told us it's not competitive enough. Which is it? Uh, the Kiwi Sober, four. Because it was a poor quarter, but the worst performing fund of all was the one that specialised in clean energy. Proving a fad does not automatically make a great return. Craft beer, anyone? Uh, business confidence, seven. Shot up. Why? Because the right side, literally and figuratively, won the election. Never underestimate the power of the national mood or of what might be. New World, four. The 28 centimetre pan with lid. Hmm. So many stickers, yet so few pans. Zelezniak, nine. Up the walls. Yep, best signing since Webster last week. I tell you this, I'm going to tell you this for nothing. Next year? That's our year. Maybe next year. Next year. Lewis Clearbert, six. An athletic example of all that's wrong with Wellington. How hard can it be? He wanted one lane in one pool. Hackney Diamonds, eight. Don't get Number one in the UK, Germany and Australia. Genius never gets old. And that is the week. Copies on the website and special versions of these can be found inside the Taiping Company's Festive Skyrockets. Look out for them. When they explode, they spell out the words, marking the week. Yeah, um, setting fire to it is probably cheaper than buying fireworks, that's for sure. The rewrap. Now, uh, we've got a, a, a pause on progress. Or is that pause on progress progress in itself? Uh, here's Mike to explain. To Pookie, congratulations. Fantastic. Plans for your cycleway are off. They've been canned. Community opposition, brilliant. Council listens to its pe- people. I love it. So it was a 4.2 kilometre cycleway, long Cameron Road, Boucher Ave, linked a bunch of schools. That was to Pookie Primary, to Pookie College, Fairhaven School, to Pookie Intermediate, right? Going to destroy two main roads into Pookie. This is the logic of the country. It's why I love the country. To destroy two main roads into Pookie for an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon, five days a week. Seemed absolutely crazy and a huge waste of money. That's what the community said. Council went out, it was going to cost millions, millions and millions of dollars. Council went out to the community, 72% said no. So hang on, people made submissions and they listened to the submissions. People made submissions and they listened to the submissions and they acted on the mood of the community. I don't know what's happening. Go to to book, go to booking. That's what I say. Mm. As, as Mike relayed that story, as much as I hate cycleways and disrupting normal roads, uh, that whole idea of kids being able to cycle between home and school or school and school. It doesn't sound terrible, but I guess the people have spoken and somebody actually listened for once, so that's not bad. The rewrap. Now, I tell you who I'm sick of listening to? Young people. Especially when they bitch and moan about their stupid jobs. This is from Owl Labs, which is a video conferencing company. Uh, so what people want to come back, and we don't seem to have the big problem here in this country as they do overseas about getting people back into the office, but you knew this was coming. So 38%, the biggest thing the employer can do uh, to get people back into the office is pay for the transport. 34% want more privacy at the office, and I'm not surprised about that because that whole hot desking thing, that's a cluster. And so 38 and 34%, but 24%, a quarter of all people want to be able to come in wearing anything they want. So it's all demand, demand, demand. It's what you can do for me. It's not what, you know, where's the other side of the equation where they're saying, okay, cool, I'll pay for your cab and you can wear your pyjamas. Now, what are you doing for me? Why don't we have that side of the conversation, eh? Do, do, could, could we get a bus organised, like a work bus, that just a mini bus that goes around and picks everybody up? That's, that does sound kind of fun. The rewrap. Anyway, of course, it fired everybody up, not just Mike. Uh, Mike, for years I've said that when we got our first jobs and, uh, of course, any sense, we turn up saying, I'm here, how can I help? Now they turn up saying, I'm here, how lucky are you? Mike, re-employment, what, oh what, 
is with the idea that you have to enjoy your job. I've spoken to several people recently asking the same question. I'm 55. I would happily, happily shovel crap from one pile to another if the pay was good. I totally agree, Mike. Me too. Whining and weak work ethic is resulting in very low productivity. Mike, let's connect the woke young with no job and no benefit. See how they go there. Totally agree, Mike, with you about the employment situation. I'm 37, a woman, want to earn money to have a great life and provide for my family. Imagine how bloody dreadful management is for me. Mike, all these lefty youngsters, fast forward 15 years, they'll all be capitalists and right wings like the rest of us. Uh, Mike, I want to wear my pyjamas to work. I love Mike. Hit the nail on the head. Be thankful to get a job, you little shits. <laughs> They've been through the indoctrination factory that is our education system. That guy's part of the problem. Morning, Mike. If 25% of people won't work uh, where they're not happy, just goes to show how poor our productivity actually is and how lazy people are. Coupled with an overly generous wel- welfare system, clearly people are not struggling as much as we are led to believe. Mike, you're on point. Woke ideals will flip as we enter the tough times. Ooh, I this feel is like we've swung a little bit too far the other way now. I think, we, I think you are allowed to be happy. I work. suppose you're allowed. Yeah, you can be happy, all right? You're allowed to be happy, but apart from that, stop whining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just tie home a little bit here. Um, I, I don't think it's compulsory, uh, compulsory to be miserable at work all day long. I think there is a happy medium there somewhere. I think you are allowed to try and find a job that you might like. Uh, you might have to do a few that you don't in the meantime before you get to that one, though. Is, is that the answer? I don't know what the answer is. It's the weekend. I'm tired. I'll see you back here again on Monday. The Rewrap. The Rewrap. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air, or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.